This is the One Life Podcast. Our goal with this show is to enable and empower you to discover who you are so that you can take full advantage of the one life you have to live. I'm your host, Devin Rodriguez, and I thank you for joining us in this episode, and I hope you're ready for yet another discussion on how you can become the best version of yourself and live an impactful and fulfilled life. Our guest today is David Meltzer. David Meltzer is the co-founder of Sports One Marketing and formerly served as CEO of the renowned Lee Steinberg Sports and Entertainment Agency, which was the inspiration for the movie Jerry Maguire. He is a three-time international best-selling author, a top 100 business coach, the executive producer of, of Entrepreneur's number one digital business show, Elevator Pitch, and the host of the top entrepreneurship podcast, The Playbook. His life's mission is to empower over 1 billion people to be happy. This simple yet powerful mission has led him on an incredible journey to provide one thing, value. As part of that mission for the past 20 years, he's been providing free weekly trainings to empower others, to empower others to be happy. And as I was just telling Dave, it's not only has it empowered others, but it's personally impacted me on a, on a personal level and his free weekly trainings on Fridays are truly impactful. And you guys, I'm sure he'll tell you where to get it, but David Meltzer on Instagram, LinkedIn, everywhere it seems, Dave, that you were just providing content so that people can just level up in different areas of their life. And I really appreciate you being here. Oh man, just such a pleasure and an honor to have someone like you uh, to be one of my 1,000, to empower 1,000, to empower 1,000. I know in your lifetime, you'll exceed my expectations and elevate others to elevate yourself. You're well on your way, and I'm just so grateful to have the opportunity to share my message on your show. Well, thanks, Dave. I just want to start off by discussing, and I was, as I was saying, above you, there's a big $100 bill, which is huge, and it says, money does not buy happiness. Right, there it is. And I, I'm just curious, um, and I know a lot about your story, how you accumulated a bunch of money at one certain point, and then you lost it all, and now you've built your way back. So you've had money, lost it, got it back. So to you, if money doesn't buy happiness, what do you think is happiness and how can one attain happiness? Sure. So, you know, happiness to me is a process. It's the enjoyment of the consistent every day, persistent without quit pursuit of your own potential, not voting for what other people want for you, but listening to them, learning from them, acquiring their knowledge and advice to make a decision about what you want and voting for what you want and enjoying that consistent, persistent pursuit of your own potential. And that's what happiness means to me. And that's what I teach people on how to do that, how to make more money, help more people and have more funding. Money doesn't buy happiness, but it is a currency. It's an object of energy that we put into the flow to get what we want. And it's an ingredient in the mercury of our thermostat. It's not our thermostat. My bank account for many, many years was my thermostat. And my whole life was defined by what my bank account said. And my whole being was defined by what my bank account says. Now it's just an ingredient in the mercury of how I feel. And it's a critical component. So money doesn't buy happiness, but it allows you to shop. If you shop for the right things, it'll make you happy. If you shop for the things that you don't need, if you shop for the things to impress people you don't like, trust me, take it from me. I lost over $100 million and learned what happiness was about when they took all my money away. So I, start, I stopped buying what I didn't need. I stopped shopping to impress people. And I started utilizing money for things that are very important and very good, like empowering others to empower others to be happy. So Dave, how did you come across the 
the passion and the purpose to want to constantly provide value to others, um, oftentimes at no expense, such as your weekly trainings. And we all know that someone in your position could be charging tons and tons of money for something like that, but you're giving it away for free. How did you come across that passion to just give to others without necessarily wanting anything in return? Well, in my experience of being one of the top business coaches in the world, I learned one thing, uh, and that is value. And understanding that value, I started realizing that I used to give to receive. And what I do now is I focus on receiving so I can give more. And by doing so, uh, I learned that I make room for what I want with no conditions or judgments by giving everything, my whole life away, and things that I want keep coming back. So the purpose of my life has never changed. I know that my why has always been to help somebody with something. And I just went about it in the wrong way, right? I wanted to buy my mom a house and a car, not for the right reasons, but because I wanted her to acknowledge, you know, that I was her favorite or to love me more. You know, I also wanted her to be happy, but the why is easy. What I focus in on is different than most people. I help people find their what, and then I help them acquire the how by utilizing the who. So I'm a what, how, and who person. The why is always there. I can guarantee you that you know the why. Deep down, you can use the excuse of the what, the who, or the how, but you know your why. Your why is to give your life away to other people, to provide service and value with no conditions or judgments. But let me help you, as I do on Fridays, whether it be you know the perfect pitch or the ultimate ego, or like this week, building a community, your own personal brand and your own community, all of those are just literally to help you find your what, to find the who and the how, and to reinforce your why. So Dave, as a young person, so I just graduated college, what, three weeks ago, I feel like a lot of young people are, are constantly in pursuit and search for their passion and per not, passion and purpose, more so purpose, I think. Um, what advice would you give to someone that is 22, 23 years old, coming straight out of college, or maybe not even in college, but is all over the place with their thoughts and they don't even know what to do next? What, what advice would you give to someone in that position? Yeah, two things. One, forget about the passion of the purposeful industry, right? Like that is just a backdrop to happiness. So meaning that, you know, people are like, I want to work in sports. My passion is in sports. No, your passion is not in sports. Your passion is in the capability that you have, developing skills, developing knowledge, and increasing your desire, the ability to must be what you can be in order to effectuate, right, helping other people to providing value. Under the backdrop of sports, which will make it more enjoyable, or under the backdrop of music or entertainment or, you know, accounting or whatever, but you need to focus in on your what. What are your capabilities, your skills, your knowledge, and your desire? And the second component is the best piece of advice is to ask for help. Mm -hmm. Everybody in your life is a sponsor or a power sponsor, meaning everyone in your life knows somebody that can help you or they can help you themselves and help you. You're just too afraid to ask. Your ego is in your way. It was in my way for too many years. Let me just explain to you. A lot of young people, if you're sitting there going, well, I can't ask for help, you know, this. Look, imagine a 10-year-old coming up to you, right, and asking you, hey, I want to do this. You're really good at this. You just graduated college. Can you help me? How does that make you feel? Even if you can't help them at that time, 
would you find somebody else that can help? Of course. You tell them maybe later I can help you. Whatever it may be, you would. Why do you think it's any different for a 52-year-old billionaire to feel differently when you ask them for help? Right? I'm going to feel the exact same way when someone asks me for help as you when they ask you for help. And so the easiest way to get what you want, if you're focused in on your capabilities, your skills, your knowledge, and desire, is use your energy and focus and clarity and balance and confidence in order to effectuate asking someone that has what you want, can you give me it or can you teach me to get it? No, why should you pay the tax? Dave Meltzer is here right here for everyone to pay the dummy tax. Right? I can't afford to pay all your taxes, but I will pay your dummy tax. You, and those, trust me, way more expensive than the state and federal uh, exemptions and taxes that you pay. The dummy tax will cost you millions. It's cost me more than anything the government's ever charged me. Let me pay your dummy tax. Come to me. Come to my free Friday trainings. There, you, you'll admit, have I ever sold you anything on there? It's free, free, free. Right? I'm of service, man. That's what we have to do. Ask for help and understand that your passion is actually related to your capability, not the backdrop of an industry. So then Dave, going along the lines of asking for help. So I think that uh, a problem that young adults specifically run into is that we're constantly bombarded with the message to grow and expand your network. But a lot of the times, as you were alluding to, our ego gets in the way and sometimes it's fear that I can't, for example, in this case, write to Dave Meltzer and ask him because, you know, I'm scared that maybe he'll say no. And if he says yes, how am I going to respond? But how do we reach out in the first place and then grow a relationship? Because I think that's really the key part is developing the relationship. The best way to develop a relationship is to become an investment of somebody by number one, asking for help. Of, Do you know anyone that can help me? And two, how can I be of service or value to you? Everybody has certain capabilities, no matter where you are at what point of your life in order to effectuate some sort of value. Uh, and so I think, how do you reach out? Look, if in this technological day, if you can't find, look, I'll give everyone my email right now, david at dmeltzer.com. I'll give you my text number, 949-298-2905. So there's no excuse at least to reach out to me, right? And I can help you reach out to all the people I know and, and teach you, by the way, how to find people. Look, you want to find an email address, put quote at the domain of that person's company, right, which is easy to find, just go on LinkedIn, find some low level sales rep that has the domain, put quote at that domain in the person's name, you'll find their email address, right? I mean, these, there's so many different ways to be more interested than interesting. If you can't find the person, go to their spheres of influence and say, hey, do you know anybody that can help me? And they'll, oh, I know this guy. Oh, do you know this person? Can I get his email address from you? Right, can I get his phone number? Sure, right, tell him I, I sent you. You're gonna ask for help, I'm gonna help them. Right, so then Dave, um, so then going back to happiness and, and achieving happiness, um, I think that vision plays a, long, a big part in it. And I'll give a perfect example. I'll never forget the first time I came to New York City Meetup. I think you started off uh, online. Wasn't that coming out of school? You were online as a, doing some law work or something of the sort, correct? Legal research online, yeah. I saw right, the, so. Legal research online in 1992. Early internet. It wasn't even internet. <laughs> right. Wow. Yeah, that just, that just blows me away. And then you made the pivot, obviously, to doing something totally different. But how important has vision been in your life? And then on top of that, because I feel like sometimes I have a vision, but I want to get kind of particular with it. How does one build that vision? 
Yeah, so vision is really important and contained in that vision is illusion, right? So understanding the illusions that we create for ourselves that get in the way of our vision. So, you know, I allow things to happen, but at first I have to have that vision. And in order to do so, I take inventory of my values, my mm. personal, experiential, giving and receiving values. When I take inventory of my values, now I have a baseline in which to make my decisions of what I want, to get clarity of what I want, to balance that of what I want with the values that I dictated for that day. Focus is extremely important, right? To focus, to pay attention to and give intention to, intention being what I think, say, do believe, and even the unconscious competencies of my personality traits, characteristics, obsessions, and addictions that are hosted within the epigenetic layer of my DNA and my actual DNA, or what you can call your quantum memory. But aggregating all of those, I'm focused in on what I want. And that then allows me to get into the flow for, for it to happen. It clears the corrosion, the interference of my ego from what I want. So it's essential to take inventory of your values and utilize the process of attention plus intention. Why? Because attention plus intention. Focus equals coincidence. Coincidence mm. is a mathematical occurrence. It's when two things collide or coincide exactly at the right way at the perfect time in order to effectuate what you want. Most people that are lucky are coincidental. Most people that are coincidental are doing exactly what we're talking about here. They're getting clarity, balance, and focus in order to create the attention plus intention into what they want, whether it's planned, unplanned, or even their sleep, the time in that they're not consciously aware of what they're doing. All three of those components with the lens of productivity, accessibility, and gratitude can provide you and make you the luckiest man alive or woman. Right. I think that's, I think that's really interesting that you mentioned that because just on the show the other day, I had a former general and CIA director David Petraeus on and he said luck is what happens when preparation preparation meets opportunity and I think that speaks exactly to what you're getting at um and I, I want to I kind of want to pivot the conversation a little bit because I think this is a really important topic and it goes back to building a financial foundation for yourself so people in their 20s early 20s even late 20s what advice would you give to someone that is looking to build that financial foundation that could set them on the path to financial freedom? Segmentation, right? I think this is the best advice I can give you, not just for financial growth, if you wanna build your brand, if you wanna build anything. And the reason that I talk about segmentation is that it takes into account two things. One, our senses. What we see, what we hear, what we smell, what we taste, and what we touch are inaccurate. We are given these inaccurate senses. Uh, and we also were given an inaccurate memory. And so because we have inaccurate senses and inaccurate memory, we can't pick up acceleration, meaning how quickly things are happening. We don't understand time because our senses can't see, feel, touch, and hear fast enough. And then we also can't determine growth. And so what happens is we put our efforts into something. We enjoy the consistent, persistent pursuit of our potential, or we save our money right? A penny at a time, for example. And in our mind, it's like, what good is it if I save a penny and then save two pennies and then save four pennies and then save eight pennies, you know? And if I told you, you know, hey, if you save a penny a month and double it every month, right? In 20 months, you'll have 2 million pennies. In 40 months, you'll be a multimillionaire. Wow. Simply by doubling what you have. So, you know, where, where you have to understand segmentation is that 
most people, when they get to 25% of the way there, they feel stuck. They feel like there's no acceleration, no growth. No, 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 there's plenty. You just can't perceive it because of your senses and your memory. 99% of the people quit when they're 25% of the way there. That should be a huge advantage to you and to me. But instead, most people fall within the context of those 99% because they start listening to what other people want for them. They start listening to what they don't want for them. They start listening to the void shortages and obstacles and resistance of what's occurring because they think they're stuck. And they convince themselves and start voting for what they don't want. And guess what? They get what they don't want. Nothing. Next, because they are accelerating and growing, in half as much time, they get to 50% of the way there. Another 99% of the 1% quit at that time. So now you're dealing with the 1% of the 1% that realize I am accelerating and growing, even though my senses and my memory can't pick it up. It's like a kid that's growing. You might have a nephew or a niece or see a little kid that you go visit. You're like, oh my God, he's getting so big. And the parents right. are like, what are you talking about? Until they got to go buy him shoes. And then they're like, oh my God, three weeks ago, you just another size, but they don't see the growth and acceleration, but it's happening. Same thing with money, same thing with business, same thing with education, right? You look back, you just graduated three weeks ago. When you were looking forward, your senses couldn't pick up what was going on. You didn't see the acceleration and growth. When you look backwards and connect the deck backwards, you're a whole different person. Exactly. There's been huge acceleration and growth in your life. But if I asked you your freshman year, you'd be like, ah, right? <laughs> well, what you wanna do is rely or have faith that you are accelerating and growing. Be one of the 1% of the 1% that continue on after 50% of the way there to experience in half as much time to get to 100% of the way there, to experience in half as much time to get to 200% of the way there, to experience half as much time to get to 400. That's how acceleration and growth, it's compound interest. It's based off of acceleration and growth. And so when you're making money, focus in on doubling the amount of money you make as fast as you can, save a certain portion of that, and double the savings by doubling the amount of money that you make, not worrying about and putting your energy in the money that you've already made. Right, so I think that's, that's great, Dave. Um, and then my penultimate question is, um, so what advice would you give to somebody that's looking to build their personal brand? Because I think a lot of people are doing that, and some people give up, like you said, 25% of the way there because they don't see the immediate results. And I think that can get very frustrating, but what would you tell somebody that's looking to build that personal brand? Quality content, right? Practice on quality content, put it up consistently, keep practicing, don't give up, enjoy the consistent, persistent pursuit of your brand. Know that your brand, your frequency relies on three things. One, the strength of your signal. So that means the better ideas vibrate faster. The faster they vibrate, the stronger people are going to resonate with it, right? And the old stuff will get the benefit of the doubt, will resonate even more. Two, know your spectrum. There's 4.4 billion people on the internet. Don't try to please them all, right? If your expertise is opening kids' toys, then keep on consistently opening kids' toys and open them better and better and better until you have millions and millions of people, which is just a tiny little fraction of what available pool there is. But yet, the person who opens kids' toys makes millions of dollars opening kids' toys because they have quality content consistently, valuable content every day. So you strengthen the signal, you figure out your spectrum, and then you clarify your message by practicing it. 
right? I've said the same things over and over again in different ways in order to effectuate a higher resonance, a greater clarity. It's not what I say, it's what you hear. Mm. And if I get better at communicating what I say, you'll hear more, it'll resonate with you. You'll be able to, after you heard what I've said, pass it on to other people, just like you're doing here, having me on, building my audience, and detach yourself from followers, the last piece of advice for me. I told Gary Vee when I you know, was helping him with his sports agency, when he was helping me, I just want two ambassadors a year. He's like, well, what's, what does that mean? I go, I just want two ambassadors that will get me two more people, that will get me two more people every year. And in 20 years, when I'm 70 years old, I'll have two million ambassadors getting me two million. <laughs> Luckily, it's happened a lot faster than that, uh, but I would have been happy because that's segmentation and acceleration. So, but the main purpose is find your own frequency, stick to it, keep, no matter, don't listen to people will laugh at you, scoff at you, make fun of you. They'll say, who do you think you are? Are you trying to be this guy or yep. who cares? Because eventually when they laugh at you, when they scoff at you, when they make fun of you, when they snicker at you, eventually they will applaud you. And as I am applauding you for graduating, for building this great podcast, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for coming on. Please everybody join me on Friday, 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. Free training, free, free, free. Get the links from my friend here. This is an unbelievable experience. Empower others to inspire others to be happy by being kind to your future self and doing good deeds. Thank you so much. Can't thank you enough, Dave. And I look forward to talking soon. Awesome, man. I'll talk to you. Let me know how I can be of service. Thank you for getting everybody to come to my trainings. Of course, Dave. See you later. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening to yet another episode of the One Life Podcast. I hope that you were able to take one or two of these ideas that we discussed today and are able to implement them in your life to make you more successful in whatever it is that you're chasing. Remember, only one life to live, no time to wait, act now. See you guys on the next episode of the One Life Podcast.